Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we believe resilience and leadership is not just a good idea, it's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. And several years ago, I was perusing the clearance table at Barnes & Noble, and I happened to find a book that caught my eye for some reason. It wasn't a book that I would normally have picked up, but I turned to the first few pages and read a first, the first few paragraphs, and I was hooked. And I proceeded to the checkout line to make the purchase. The book was the U.S. Army Survival Manual, a reprint of the Department of the Army Field Manual written by top leaders of the U.S. Army. Certainly, I am grateful for our troops. I have great respect for those who serve our country, but I've never had any personal desire to read war books or enlist in the armed forces, which is why my wife was quite confused when I came home with this book. But I told her it was the first few paragraphs of the book that got me thinking about how the army prepares people to become leaders. And in it, as I was reading this, I realized that the way the army trains people to become leaders is to teach them to become resilient. Now, maybe you've heard the adage, people don't rise to the occasion. They default to their level of training. And maybe that's what I had in mind when I was hooked by these first few paragraphs of the book. And I'd like to take a, a few minutes here to read part of the first chapter of this book because it has so many specific and seamless connections to being and becoming a resilient leader. The name of the chapter is The Will to Survive. And the book, the first paragraph of the book opens this way. Quote, many survival case histories show that stubborn, strong willpower can conquer many obstacles. One case history tells of a man who, strand, who was stranded in the desert for eight days without food and water. He had no survival training, and he did nothing right, but he wanted to survive, and through sheer willpower, he did survive. With training, equipment, and the will to survive, you can find that you can overcome any obstacle you may face. You will survive. And then they talk about preparing for survival. Two things you can do now to help you prepare are one, train for survival in different environments, and two, learn about the area where you are going. You should learn how to maintain your health, how to avoid environmental hazards, and how to doctor yourself. Most important, you should learn that rest can be more valuable than speed. You can learn about the natives in the area or the areas where you expect to go. This knowledge and common sense will enable you to make contact with them. By knowing their customs in advance and being courteous by their standards, you may be able to get their help. Learning about the different environments will be helpful too. You must have the right attitude and you must be prepared. If you have the opportunity Go through a survival school in which you can train and practice your skills before they really count. Now, if you've noticed and if you've been with us on this podcast, you know this is hitting in just a few paragraphs many of the things that we've talked about before. The importance of training yourself, educating yourself, that preparation is more important than planning, health, rest, learning to build trust with others preparation. All of these things are so important. The book continues, two of the gravest general dangers to survival are the desire for comfort and a passive outlook. You must recognize that these dangers represent attitudes 
attitudes that follow lines of least resistance, that overrule your effort or desire to cope with stress, that make your primary concern the immediate situation rather than the overall problem of survival. To overcome the first danger, the desire for comfort, you need to change the way you think about comfort, and the key to changing is reasoning. Comfort is not essential. And the lack of will to keep trying can also result in a passive outlook. Lethargy, mental numbness, and indifference creep in slowly, but they can suddenly take over and leave you helpless. Now, this book, I mean, you can understand as a Resilient Leaders podcast host why this is so important for us today. And then they continue about personal qualities. They say, these are the things that are essential in a survival situation. Being able to make up your mind being able to improvise, being able to live with yourself, being able to adapt to the situation to make a good thing out of a bad thing, remaining cool, calm, and collected, hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst, having patience, being prepared to meet the worst that can happen, being able to figure out other people, to understand and predict what other people will do, and understanding where your special fears and worries come from and knowing what to do to control them. They talk about what are actions that we can take as leaders, and they use survival, the acronym survival, as a way of helping us see what we can begin to do. S, size up the situation, your surroundings, your physical condition, and your equipment. U, undue haste makes waste. You may make a wrong move when you react quickly without thinking or planning. R, remember where you are. Notice the location of enemy units, friendly units, and controlled areas. The location of local water sources and areas that will provide good cover and concealment. V, vanquish fear and panic. The greatest enemies in a combat, survival, or evasion situation are fear and panic. Improvise. V, value living. Stubbornness, they say, is a refusal to give in to problems and obstacles that face you. You will give the mental, you will have the mental and physical strength to endure. A. Act like the natives. The natives and animals of a region have adapted to their environment. To get a feel for the area, watch how the people go about their daily routine. When and what do they eat? When, where, and how do they get their food? When and where do they go for water? What time do they usually go to bed and get up? These things are important for you as an evader. One of the best ways to gain rapport with the natives is to show interest in their tools and their ways of procuring food and water. By studying the people, you will learn to respect them. And lastly, L, live by your wits, but for now, learn basic skills. And the last sentence of this section is practice basic survival skills during all training programs and exercises. Survival training reduces fear of the unknown and gives you self-confidence. It teaches you to live by your wits. Man, I just love that. I found it to be so helpful. Remember, you don't rise to to the occasion. You default to the level of your training. Of course, most of us won't be caught behind enemy lines in a war situation. Certainly, most of us will never experience being a prisoner of war or even going through boot camp. But metaphorically speaking, this pandemic and all the uncertainty that has come with this season that we're in has left many of us feeling this way. 
How will we survive? As a leader, what will we do now? How am I to lead and respond where there's so much uncertainty? But the truth is we can train ourselves. And in many ways, that's what this podcast is attempting to help you do, to walk alongside of you, to guide you with tools, as well as to provide reminders and challenges of the importance of our mindset and how we approach life and leadership. That's one of the first lines of the book. With training and equipment and the will to survive, you will find you can overcome any obstacle you may face. You will survive. Well, I hope you found that helpful to learn from the U.S. Army Survival Manual. Thanks for joining me today. Whatever you may be doing, whatever field you may be in, and whatever kind of leader that you are becoming. And thanks to my producer, Joel Embowen. Joel does fantastic video and podcast work. Check out his website at onalimproductions.com. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, willpower is important, but it is not enough. We need proper training and equipment in addition to willpower in order to become resilient leaders. 